Good morning, everybody. We have a lower trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down three and a half cents at 5.45 and three quarters. March soybeans are down nine and a half at 13.55 and three quarters. March Chicago wheat down one and a quarter at 6.49 and three quarters. March Kansas City wheat down three at 6.22 and a quarter. March spring wheat is up just a quarter cent at 6.23 and a quarter. Brazilian soybean harvest is the slowest in 10 years, according to private group Ag Rural. They estimated that the crop was just 1.9% harvested through January 28th. That would be the slowest pace since 2011. Now, what you've got to keep in mind here is that this is the very early stage of harvest. They can very easily catch up just as they did in planting. Um, a late harvest, if, if realized and, and if extended, could, of course, result in late planting of the country's second and larger corn crop. That second corn crop in Brazil is really the big export crop. Ag Rural pegged the uh, Brazilian soybean crop at 131.7 million metric tons. That's uh, a, still a record crop by a fairly wide margin. So this is a story that you may see circulate here. What you got to remember are, are two things. First off, this is the very, very early stages of harvest. The, the, the bigger harvest window for most of Brazil gets going here over the next several weeks. And the second thing is that rainfall for much of Brazil and Argentina is slated to be normal to below normal, if anything, over the next two weeks. Um, most areas, there's not going to be really anywhere in Brazil or Argentina that's going to see above normal rain over the next two weeks. So I think that the harvest delay story, which you may hear circulated this week, uh, it's just... It's not a big issue yet because one, we're in the very early stages and two, the forecast is not suggesting anything that's going to keep these guys out of the field here for the moment. The U.S. dollar has strengthened uh, spot month U.S. dollar index futures trade their best level since early December this morning. They've rallied about 2.2% from their early January low. Um, a couple of notes on the dollar that I think one of the big reasons for this is that the euro currency is really struggling. And you've got to remember that the dollar is is just kind of like a market of relativity. It's it's the dollar versus a basket of other currencies. The euro currency is, is really struggling because uh, they've got some extended COVID uh, lockdowns. Uh, so there's some generally negative sentiment surrounding the euro right now. And the most well-followed version of the dollar index is most heavily weighted toward the euro. It's about 58% of it. So um, that's a, a reason for the increase in the dollar, which in, in a lot of situations is a negative for uh, commodity markets. The Brazilian trucker strike has had really no impact on transit. Traffic was moving normally on all major highways yesterday. Truckers stopped just uh, two lanes of traffic in one area, uh, according to reports. No major issues, though. And remember, union, union leaders said late last week that truckers were divided, essentially, regarding the strike and that there would be no major stoppages. So this appears to be kind of a non-issue uh, here this week so far. Crude oil trades its highest level since January 2020 uh, this morning. So uh, we're into um, some fresh one-year highs, essentially. Spot month WTI crude futures traded as high as 54.91 overnight. Uh, spot month heating oil futures, which is really, if you're looking for a, a way to generally track farm diesel prices, um, that's that's a great way to kind of generally track it. They're they're basically the same product. They topped at a dollar sixty nine per gallon uh, overnight, and and that's the best since February of last year. 
OPEC and its allies are aiming to keep production below demand in hopes of higher prices. Saudi Arabia began or uh, supposed to begin production cuts this month through March. Um, Spot month ethanol futures settled at their best level since December of 2016 yesterday. And cash prices, depending on the location, are hovering just below or at four or five year highs. So that's um, a positive for ethanol, certainly. The uh, corn market itself has backed off. You know, we're still acting really well, though. I mean, the contract high that was posted just yesterday morning, uh, 5.55 and three quarters in March futures is only 10 or 11 cents away. So it's it's not like the market's falling apart here. We're just, we've set back from the highs and we're kind of consolidating. Um, it should be noted that export prices out of Argentina are becoming competitive with the United States. I'm going to talk a little bit more about the global cash uh, structure and dynamic later this week. I may even do a, a podcast episode and a video uh, regarding that. Traders, I, I would imagine, I haven't seen the, the estimates yet, but I would imagine that just about everybody's looking for friendly numbers from USDA next week uh, versus last month. <clears throat> I think you've got to expect the USDA comes in with some sort of upward revision to the U.S. export forecast given these sales. Now, I don't know what what they're going to do in this report. Do they just go back up to where they were in December? Do they go up 100 million? Do they go up more than that? Um, that's that's probably the question. I think they've got to come up in 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 some regard, but uh, what they do specifically is is up for debate, of course. Soybean market is kind of consolidating. You've got kind of a wedge pattern on the charts. Uh, Brazilian beans are trading at a discount to U.S. beans for February through the summer, basically. So uh, if there were ever a time, there was ever a time to be cancellations or um, a drastic slowdown in export sales, this would be it. But uh, the the demand really remains fantastic. It's it's really very, very impressive that our export demand has been as strong as it is uh, up to this point. Uh, the wheat market uh, fell yesterday and... Um, it's just a little bit lower here this morning. You've got a few things going on. I mean, you've got this this issue in the U.S. Southern Plains with with drought, and that's an issue. I think the bigger issues here are this man-made Russian supply disruption, uh, which is uh, could go the other way at any point in time. Uh, higher row crop prices. I think that those are all probably bigger issues, if if anything, because we are not uh, short of wheat. As a matter of fact, glo- global wheat ending stocks are projected to be, I believe, record high, and we're also looking at a record high global stocks to use ratio. Still, it doesn't mean that some of this demand that would have went to Russia may not come to the United States. Uh, cattle market was mixed yesterday. Uh, mixed closes following that inventory report. So that report was kind of neutral and, and the market acted as such. Uh, not much to speak of in terms of cash cattle. Um, really late last week or this week. In the outside markets this morning, uh, the stock market is higher. The Dow's up 260 points. S&P's up 32. And we had a nice day in the stock market yesterday. Precious metals are lower. Gold's down 20 bucks. Silver's down uh, big after a big rally yesterday. So a lot of volatility in that market. U.S. dollar, again, is higher. Crude oil's up $1.30 at 54.85 in the March uh, WTI contract. Again, that's the best trade in in uh a little bit more than a year, I believe. And uh, we've got the bonds just uh, almost a full handle lower. Remember, if you guys would like some more information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to the website, click on grain marketing plan here in the upper right-hand corner. For $49 a month, I will send you my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. It includes any overnight headline you need to be aware of, all sorts of charts and interesting stuff, and, and all my marketing recommendations. I break down my corn, soybean, and wheat recommendations by 
by crop, by crop year and by percentage. It's very specific. It includes my text message service, um, any sort of consulting that you might need. This is a monthly deal built to your credit card. You can cancel it at absolutely any time. No other fee, no other obligation, no trading account required. Everyone have a wonderful day today. Um, I will talk to you tomorrow morning.